You're listening to The Call, a podcast dedicated to reflecting on the life and mission of All Saints. All Saints is made up of a group of random individuals who are bound together by the galvanizing love of Jesus and His nerve-wracking call to drop our nets and follow Him. Following Jesus begins with the first step of hearing the call to follow Him in His mission. But where is He taking us? That's the question. Yeah, episode number one. So, where do we start? Um, for me, I guess the reason I wanted to do this, honestly, it's just because I've been I've been wanting to have um, some honest conversations with some people, um, some people from um, from All Saints, just to think through with me and uh, of what it means to be the church and what it means to engage in, in God's mission. So I thought, well, maybe this might be a platform, and if there are the right questions can be asked, then maybe the right conversation can get kick-started. And uh, so that's the hope anyway. That's really it. I'm just looking for people to have a conversation with. <laughs> and, and I'm also, I'm, I'm begin to discern together where God is leading us as a community. Because there's one thing that really drives me crazy. It's not, and this isn't an isolated thing with all saints. This is, um, I, I have meetings with church leaders from all around the area and um, tons of meetings that we have. We'll, we'll, we'll start off with the question, well, what is God up to? And 99.9% of the time, you never hear an answer of what sounds like, well, this is something that God is up to. It's the majority of the time, if not yeah, every time, I don't know, it, it, you get the answer of, well, this is what the church is up to. This is, these are the things that we've got going on. And, and I just think we really struggled we, in, in being able to identify what God is up to and where he's leading us, and how to discern this call that he's, he's, he's placed on us. And so, yeah, hopefully this will begin to, yeah, help us to, to discern together where he's leading us as a community. Um, and so the first one, this episode, I thought I'd focus a bit on the whole person of peace um, concept. It mainly comes, I mean, person of peace, it's, it's, it's kind of mentioned in, in different areas, but I think the one that's often, most often referred to comes out of Luke 10, the story where Jesus sends out the 72 um, on a short kind of mission trip and to these towns and villages uh, where Jesus was planning on going. And um, I'll just read a bit of it. Yeah, so it's in Luke 10. He says, so go your way. And he says, behold, I'm sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves, but carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. 
And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. And do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what ought to set before you. Heal the sick and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. Yeah. So Jesus sends out these 72 people and told them to, just to take nothing. And basically, when you enter into this town, you're going to have to have the faith that somebody there is going to, is going to take you guys in and feed you and, and also be receptive to the gospel. So those are kind of the key marks for the person of peace. And Jesus, he, he carried out his ministry in, in, in the same way. So it wasn't like, just go out and do what I'm telling you to do. He's just saying, this is how, I, uh, this is how his ministry was. And he, he's just sending them out in the same way that he's been operating. I, oh, I wish I could look. I uh, should have looked it up before. But yeah, there's a verse. I believe it's in uh, John somewhere. <laughs> I should know. Um, but it just talks about these group of women who financially and uh, in other ways supported Jesus and the disciples, basically sustained their mission, their, their ministry. Um, uh, yeah, just out, out of their own pockets and just from their, their homes and everything and fed them. So, yeah, Jesus had to go into all these places being completely dependent upon people, finding people a peace. And so that has kind of steered shaped a lot of my thinking of what it looks like to engage in God's mission and looking for, well, where is God at work? Well, and I, I think it's through, we get a glimpse of this when we're looking for people of peace. Um, and there's a big, now this is a nice idea, and I think most people would agree with this, but most of our energy and our imagination and just whatever, when we think of, well, all right, so how are we going to reach out to the community? It's usually, you know, the vast majority of the time, it's, well, let's come up with a, an event or some run some sort of course or run sort of a special service. And it's just... And then we're praying and hoping that, well, God will send the people to us. And it, it's just, that's not how Jesus did it. And that's not how Jesus sent out his disciples. He sent them out <laughs> waiting to be taken in by a person of peace. So just to kind of give a couple of examples, because I have found a couple of people that I would consider being people of peace. Um... The first one, I'll just I'll just say it, it's Karen, um, uh, who runs the Walnut. The Walnut's a really, yeah, it's a great restaurant and it's really good food. But for me, um, Karen was amazing. So first, she was uh, operating on Tan Bank in a, a pretty significant building, a building that had a really ugly, ugly history, and um, with all the uh, sex grooming and sex trafficking stuff. So, uh, some horrible things took place in that building. And even though she never used 
this sort of language. Basically, what she but she recognizes, she knew what she was getting into, and she wanted to reclaim that building because it was intended to be something to serve the community. And she's more than opened her doors to us. And it's not just us. A lot of people in the community that have ideas of she's running different arts projects and poetry and music and just, uh, yeah, just lots of things. She wants the community um, to make use of that building. Yeah, and like I said, like I've, I've come to her with a few ideas, and, and she would just run with it, and she, she does it. She's really happy to have us in there. In fact, I think it was, um, what, maybe two years ago? Maybe, I don't remember. It was right around harvest time. And she calls up and says, um, well, she wants uh, someone with a caller <laughs> to come in and, and just pray um, while everybody's there having their meal. Now, she doesn't come from a faith background, and she'll make these, these jokes about, you know, you know, our, our, our difference in belief. She's got a good sense of humor like that. and um, But anyway, so she calls. <clears throat> and David uh, Sims, actually, he went. Of course he did. I think he got a free meal out of the deal. But none of the customers there, I don't think, were aware of what was going to happen. So uh, in the middle of everybody's meal, David stands up and just prays a blessing over the place and just thanks God for everything that he's provided. Uh, so it's just fascinating to me. Someone without a, a f- as far as I know, I I'd only know her so much, but where she is now, she w- wouldn't say she has a, a faith or a faith background. But what she's doing is, <laughs> it looks a lot like kingdom work to me. Uh, redeeming a building. Looks like a, the Ministry of Reconciliation there. She's calling us and asking us to come in and, and pray over the place and thank God for what he's provided. So there's, there's something happening. And that is really exciting to get to witness and, and be a part of. I think that's, yeah, one of the top one or two things um, since being in this role with All Saints. It beats anything that I've ever put together, a course I've ever ran or anything like that, because here it's just like I'm seeing God doing something. And I'll give you just a, one more example. Um, and this would be from Russell, who works at Recon View Primary School. And this was just before the lockdown. He, he, he calls up and with an idea, he wants to set up the community fridge, which is just a kind of a food bank-ish sort of thing. It's not really a food bank. It's, it's there for anyone in the area. It's also there to help eliminate food waste. So if you have food you know, that you know you're not going to eat, but it's still good, then you can take it there, and anybody can go in and just take what they need and leave what they can. But it is there, too, and how it's primarily being used is for people in need. Um, they can go in discreetly and just take what they want or what they need. So he came to us with this idea and asked well, if we could help him, him set that up, and so we did. And that just really continues to just expand. So since then, 
he's been running these community cafes on holiday breaks, on, on school holidays, just to make sure that some of these families who are on free lunches can still get a nice cooked meal. And they had a big Christmas meal, and it was really, yeah, it was really nice. And, and then he's becoming even more aware of families in the school, just who are in, in dire need. And then he'll call on us. I'm like, all right, so there's this lady who has been forced to move into a new place with her kids, and she doesn't have anything. So he calls us, and so I just call around to a few people, few other churches and within a week um, we helped set this lady's house her flat up and yeah and is able to help with like Christmas presents and all this other stuff too and so it's just finding this this guy here and um, who has a real compassion for serving the poor I mean that that's kingdom work isn't it and he's calling us and just to, and, and inviting us in is actually just he really wants us there, and it's not just him. Um, it's 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 the wider school too. They've been doing open the book there for uh, for for quite a while, and uh, they just did the Jesse Tree project there just over Christmas. So there's something happening in that school. <laughs> I, th- I I really believe. I think God is really at work there, and He's calling us in and inviting us to take part in what He's doing there. To me, that is. That's really exciting. That's what it means to, to engage in mission. It's finding where God is at work. And it's usually in these people of peace. Um, so I just kind of want to encourage us to, when we think about mission and we think about outreach, let's not go to that default mode of, all right, so what sort of event should we run and then beg God to be a part of it? and bring people to us. But let's start with that first question of, well, where's God at work already? And how can we support this? So I guess the first question I want to, I'll end with this. Um, so where have you seen God at work? And do you know how to identify and uh, recognize kingdom work when you see it? Write me. And then uh, we'll, these will feed into the future episodes on however people respond and the stories that they have to share. And um, yeah, so, so long. Thank you for listening to The Call. You can find all the articles, books, and links that were mentioned in this episode as well as all the other episodes of The Call at www.allsaints-wellington.org. The aim of The Call is to be a catalyst for a conversation about our role in God's mission. I would love to hear your thoughts and comments about what was discussed in this episode, so please contact me at nick at allsaints-wellington.org. See you next time around. God bless.